This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. I sense the presence of a greater evil. Check, check, one, two. Okay, is it recording? Good. Welcome to your reckoning, baby! Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot, hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now, we kick it. It's Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 66, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. You can find them in the battery even today as the Braves open up their series against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com for all of your vintage video and audio needs. They can handle all that equipment for you. have been doing it in Atlanta since 1955. 85. 1872. What just happened? 1964? You just had a Domino on us. Well, I was going to go with a different year, and I decided maybe I should actually, you know, honor Norman's Electronics properly since I do have the shirt and wear it out, like at least once a week. You kind of stroked out on me there. I just started thinking about different numbers. It happens. What are we talking about today? I've got so much. Look at all my sheet. Look Good. at all the stuff I have here I for have, you. I have nothing. That's fine. It's just kind of one of those things. So I need to start this podcast by apologizing to you. For what I did to you last week. Yeah, putting my throw up into the podcast. If no one found it, go back and find your Easter egg at like 40 minutes in or something. It was a good trick though, wasn't it? It was hilarious. So for anybody who listened to 65 last week, Hoyt was trying a new product and he swallowed it on accident. Velo? Velo? And it made him very sick very fast. Yeah, they will not be endorsing the podcast anytime soon. To the point where I ended that segment and walked over to the studio because, you know, we're in one room and all of our recording equipment's in another room. I went over there to start editing things. And when I realized you were getting sick, I decided, nah, I got to turn on one of these microphones and record it in its entire glory. And then I spent the rest of the podcast saying I didn't. But it was a good Easter egg. It here's was funny the, at the end. Here's the thing. If this is karma getting me back for every time I've rolled on somebody else, this is easy. Karma, why don't you bring something else next time? Instead of just vomit and then having vomit on the air. So uh, apologies. Can we now move on successfully? Yeah, no problems like, whatsoever. I, I know you weren't upset about it. Everyone thought it was funny. I'm the king of rolling on people when they don't think they're on air, baby. That's true. That's, that's simple. And man... You are violent when you throw up. Yeah, it's an it's an angry vomit. It's a projectile kind of thing. I've gotten very good at it, though. This goes all the way back to maybe high school even. No, you know what? I was a terrible thrower-upper in high school. I threw up in, I threw up inside of Dennis's Nintendo 64. Remember the cartridge went on the went top? Top side, yeah. Yeah, I threw up in it, so his Nintendo 64 was ruined. Um, but bad. you throw up so often that you become... Like, girls... I think because they didn't throw up very much, especially Lisa. <laughs> yeah, she'll throw up, and you got to take care of her, and she doesn't know what to do, and <laughs> she wants to sleep on her back, and I'm like, no, that's how you choke on it. You have to sleep on the side. Brian. <laughs> Can you hold my hair? Get me water? I am at the point, I am, water, I am so self-sufficient, I will get myself a cup of water, I'll go to the toilet, I'll vomit, I'll normally just fall asleep there, I'll bring myself a blanket in there, you know, you throw up in the toilet, and then I'll just sleep there the rest of the night. I've used in the past... 
Do you remember when these were in fashion? I don't think they are anymore. Probably for health reasons. Do you remember when the carpet around the toilet was in fashion that your parents would put the carpet on top of the lid of the toilet? Yes. And there was that cutout piece that went around because that was a good idea because I'm not pissing all over around the toilet well, seat. Well, the idea was that if you decided to use your your toilet as a regular chair for a few minutes, that you had the comfort of the seat. It was fluffy. Well, what was the point of it being on the floor as well? Because all that did was just collect piss. The moment you lifted it up, you see all the yellow and brown stains. But anyways. But it was fashion for I was, this to match this. My parents still have that, by the way, in their home. You go there, it's like pink and those things everywhere. But I would use that as a blanket and a little place to sleep on. My wife, two weeks ago got she got dehydrated we were out at halcyon over in alpharetta and she had no she got dehydrated that means she got drunk oh yes that's, but that's all it means but here's dehydrated the is such a crap word for look i drank too much i got drunk no but here's the deal so she has like four drinks while we're out there in the sun i changed up my prescription it messed up she's not drunk she's not acting drunk we get in the car and suddenly it's like she gets hit with just like Horrible motion sickness and everything else. And so then we go up to the bathroom and it's. That's, that's, what, that's how women throw up. That's what happens with me when I. You do. are like, well, I know how you're like, I can just insert it into this podcast. Well, no, that's what happens. The Allison one. That's what happens to me when I drink too much and I do gummies is I just become a useless. Word. I throw up on blackjack tables. You did throw up on a blackjack table. That was that was real violent too. But I didn't remember you You weren't there. I wasn't but there yes, for it, but I don't remember very violent. you doing the whole scream thing that you do. No, I do. It's you know what? It's to get all the sin out though. That's how you get all the sin out, Lois. You gotta violently puke it out. So shout out to my wife. It's our fifteen year wedding anniversary and I'm spending it with you. That's that's what we're doing. I thought y'all were up in Nashville last week doing it. We did it. do that, but today is the actual date. Oh, so screw that. I know. We did the whole thing. And, and I tell you what, if anybody's looking to get out and about where the world don't give a damn about any kind of rules or anything else, that was Nashville last week. They had lifted all their mandates, and every honky-tonk was going. I mean, it was so many people from all around the country that were like, we came here for freedom. We can't get this. For we, were, we were with people in Michigan. They're like, we can't do any of this stuff here. We had to come to Nashville so we could actually live. Can I let you in on a little dirty secret of mine? Sure. I what? hate Nashville. You do? I hate everything about Nashville. Why? I hate Broadway. I hate... I'm not into the whole... It's very douchey the, to me. It's like yeah. country douchey. It's not affliction. Shirts, it's like... But cowboy, it's a country version of it. It's cowboy boots and those like button-up flannel guy shirts that they wear with no undershirt and everything else. Oh, and, yeah, you're right. And tight jeans and every bachelorette party... And riding those those trolleys that you drink on and the pedal taverns. Oh my god, it's just it's so douchey to me. Can I tell you that the reason and I agree with you on all of it. And by the way, every person that can't sing or play a musical instrument is trying to sing and play a musical instrument. Everywhere you go, it's like D-rated just open mic stands. I it's it's too douchey to me. And I know I'm supposed to love Nashville. I hate it. By the way, you've played Nashville. I have played Nashville up on the stage. Packed a house over in yes, Nashville. Yes, I did. By the way, I went to... The Valentine? The Valentine. Yes. So there is going to be another Georgia game there. I wonder if we maybe talk to them and look to pack the stage again. I think we'll pack something up there. We go back over and pack the Valentine stage. And I, I get why. Remember when we they told us, all right, for how long? Because they had live music going up there. And that's what we did. My wife and I are big fans of just sit me down with a drink and live music. I don't like the whole crazy scene that it turns into where it's, you know, wild at night and all, all the woo girls and everything else. What I want to do is I want to sit outside 
on a patio, on a rooftop, drink some beers, listen to some live music. And for that, that's the part about Nashville I like. Do you know how annoying a million bachelorette parties going yes. on at the exact same time, all in the exact same room can possibly be? Because that is that is unfortunately Nashville. And by the way, guys look at it as fish in a barrel. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's getting married. She's got the sash on. All her friends. Every single friend is trashed as well. I had I had these two guys. They're probably uh mid twenties, maybe, maybe early to mid twenties. Which is smart. They're playing you know what? They're playing the numbers game. They come over and they're getting a drink over, you know, where we're at. Obviously my wife and I are chatting and stuff and and one of them just kind of like looks over at me and and uh, you know, I was like, like, Hey, you know, happy hunting and they're just start, both start laughing. And they're like, well, we just got here. They they uh, driven in from Cincinnati because they heard like, hey, we've never been here, and this is like the party scene. And they're like, hey, is there a lot of bachelorette parties? I was like, yes. Here's the key: don't chase the drunk girl. I was like, because her friends play defense on her. It's that same mentality. You can, if you find the sober one, y'all can get drunk together and everything's cool. But you can't be the sober guy who comes up to the drunkest girl. At the bachelorette party without her friends playing defense. I hate when they no, it's not defense, it's cock blocking. Yes, that's what they do. But if you're but if you're with the group or you're amongst them and you get drunk with them, okay, all bets are off. You're taking which one of them home. And so I had to explain that to them, and they're like, that's a good tip. That's a good tip. My wife's right <laughs> behind me and she's like, she's nodding like like he's not bullshitting you. Yes, make sure you get to them early. Isn't it interesting the dichotomy, by the way, of men and women that men, you have wingmen. Hey, I'll take this hit so you can get her. Vice versa with girls and a group of girls that I got to look out for my friend. I can't let her hook. I honestly think they just don't want their friends to hook up because they're not hooking up. That's my true belief. If I can't get some, you're not getting some either. See, but I think that there's a difference between the girl who's wooing and having fun and and her friends are all doing that. And the one that is so wildly drunk that, you know, it's low hanging fruit and she might be mad. And and at this point, she doesn't know how to say no or protect herself anyway against a stranger. But there's a reason she drank that much in the first place, whether her daddy didn't love her. She just broke up with her boyfriend or whatever. There's a reason she's in that situation. She chose to be in that situation. Do you remember the name of the girl? She wants it so bad. Do you remember the name of the girl that we we had up on stage? Not not the not the bride to be. Yeah, but her oh, friend. I don't remember her name, but what was she in the market for? She wasn't in the market for a boyfriend. She was in the market for a fuck boy. In fact, there you go. In fact, there's no playing defense on that. Goes, so what happened uh, for anybody who didn't hear this on Chuck and Chernoff from a couple of years ago? So we're at the Valentine bachelorette party comes through. We're doing our thing. They're screaming. Everybody's having a good time. And we decide, okay, let's bring a couple of these girls on air, on stage. We, at this point, we're like an un, unbugged, so we can do whatever we want. Unbugged ha- was, by the way, that was on the Sports X. Yes. That was a show that we did from 6 to 7 that nobody cared about, but management put us over there. Okay, continue, Los. So we talked to the bride-to-be, and she was a very nice girl, really pretty. That was all cool and totally sober. Then we asked about who's your drunk friend, and they all sent us, like, Cassie. Cassie, all she wanted was, like, shots. I don't know if she's Cassie, but it just she seemed like a Cassie. All of a sudden, she gets up on stage and she starts she starts playing the crowd. The she's, same. Like, she's like, George, are these Georgia Georgia fans? Shot. She starts playing the crowd the exact same way I play to the crowd. Anybody want to buy us a shot? Georgia. She's like, are they Georgia? Fans? Georgia. Yeah, Bull, no, she goes bulldogs. Bulldogs. Give the shot. Yeah, she bulldogs. Just want to make sure. And then as we said, oh, so you're newly single? And she says, no. All I've been doing is messing with fuckboys. By the way. Which I didn't know that term until that very moment. Why, if you're a girl, are you playing defense on somebody that wants an FB? You're, there, there's no playing defense on that. There's no reason for defense. 
Her guard is down. She's putting her guard down on purpose. She's spreading her legs and walking down somehow Broadway. So that's Nashville. Happy anniversary You know my what, wife. You know what they do on Saturday and Sundays, by the way, on 680? What do they do? They do the best of Podcast Park. I've heard that. I've I've heard from other people that we've been on it, but I've also, the only time I've ever checked it out, it was like the collector and the dealer for like an hour. So... <laughs> The way Brandon Joseph is the producer of that show, and he will put together clips. And he has let me know that when you hear the entire Bucks beat for like 40 minutes or you hear the collector and the dealer for 30 minutes, it's because we're saying things like, fuck boy. And he's like, I can't air that. You guys continue to curse in your podcast. And he's like, I can't put that on terrestrial radio. So needless to say, episode 66 will again be buried and not played on a Saturday or Sunday. You know what I'm going to do? You're going to lie to him, aren't you? And we're going to get F-Boy all over on Saturday and Sunday. I'm not going to mark it explicit this time around. Don't do that. No, I know. We won't be able to do that. Maybe. Kind of wonder. Just You kind of wear it with pride if you are an F-Boy. Like you're like, hey. That's 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 how she uses me, or that's how the all the ladies use me. To be fair, what were the two guys from Cincinnati or wherever they? That's were That's what from? they were looking to be. They were, they were looking to be that. They were like, we're here, we're in the capital of, of bridesmaid time. Okay, instead of Ghostbusters, where I'm the key master and I'm the gatekeeper, it's I'm the fuck boy, I'm the fuck girl. Let's get, let's get together and create a dog that takes over New York City. That's basically the exact same thing. It is the better version of wedding crashers. Yes. You don't actually have to crash the wedding. You just have to hang out where all the bridesmaids come through and just say, fish in a barrel, fish in a barrel, fish in a barrel. Maybe that is the, the real thing of Nashville. I think the one thing that has happened Music with, veneer. with women empowerment is it's okay it's okay to be looser. That's one of... Yeah, they can just you know, tell you. This is what I'm here for. We let them vote and drive, and you know there are some <laughs> downsides to that. But at the same time... My car keeps getting dinged. <laughs> same... My insurance keeps going up. My, wife, my wife's car keeps hit, just tapping mine no, in the garage. Isn't, isn't actually a guy's insurance higher? Like a, yeah. a male insurance is higher than a female, which I've yeah. never understood. They can't even see. No, it's weird. It's so little like, behind like, their, uh, their like, minivans. Like my wife can't else. see at night. How can any of them see at night? <laughs> How can they drive at night? <laughs> With their little horns and be, everything like, else. Like, <laughs> you up. <laughs> you gotta drive the car. They're precious. We love them. They are. All right, coming up next, I have a problem. 15 years worth of a problem. 15 yes, you do. years worth. You've got a 15-year problem. You're headed that direction. I'll eat it. Coming up next... <laughs> I have an incredibly weird problem that I want to bring up with Hoyt, and he's going to think it's the most idiotic thing in the world. That's next on the Auto Fun Bag. Follow the podcast, Park, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Podcast Park. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. This is what Rude said the name of his group was. What did you call your group of friends when you were a kid? Your crew? I called them the clan. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's not a word. How, you, how, do you, how, did you, how did you spell that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Um, I mean, okay, there's... Oh. My, no, there's no real way to... I interest- called them the clan. <laughs> interesting social circle. Oh. 
Audio Fun Bag Chapter 66, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Check out the Facebook page. We always have it linked on whenever the uh, Audio Fun Bag podcast comes out. So you can just click it right there. Shows you an example of all the stuff they do, and you can uh, do some business with Jamie Norman. Or Hoyt. <laughs> I mean, you can buy, like, a shirt from Hoyt. Or maybe you can... Has anybody bought those shirts? Yes. I have not seen any of this money, Los. It's been, it's been so many. I I'm, think supposed to be, I, I'm supposed to have dividends in this company. I'm, I'm going to go look it up tonight. I think we have, like, 14. I think half of, of them got bought by Dan Matthews, by the way. I think Dan did buy a bunch of... What is, and he what bought is, a bunch of mediums, too, because he's fatty squeezing into these things. Stop that. But, yes, he wears them entirely too small. <laughs> But it, it kind of just makes it stick out a little bit more. We we're like, like, all right, he's he's representing. So awesome. we love Dan for representing the fun bag. It's like when you see, have you ever seen them actually put up a billboard where they stretch the thing out as much as they can and then wrap it around? Have you ever seen how Lyman get in their jerseys? That's what it looks like. And he has to to get it off. His girlfriend has to like he has to bend over and his girlfriend has to pull it all the way up. Get his shoulder pads off. That was the worst, by the way. Getting shoulder pads off and getting your jersey off. You, first off, you're very mean. Second off, I. I don't recall we ever had nice enough jerseys where we had to do that. Did you have tearaways? <laughs> Did you have those mesh ones? Well, okay, so middle school, <laughs> middle school jerseys were not anything nice. And then freshman and sophomore year, yeah, it, remember, programs aren't making jerseys custom to you. So it was just the last guy that wore seven, all right, you get his jersey. And then the next guy who's going to wear seven, you're going to get my jersey. So none of them are like custom to like be all over you that way. I'm just picturing the jerseys from Necessary Roughness, the the mesh ones with the oh the yeah. midriff on the top, on. and Los is wearing those because that's all they can afford in this poor San Antonio town growing up in Texas. We were at a we were a big district, and I think that was part of it is that like you had everybody in, in varsity had nice jerseys, and most junior varsities had nice jerseys. But that jersey was meant to be worn for like five seasons before they'd go get the next ones. So it was pretty much a, all right, let's see, you're about six foot, and okay, you're wearing number five. I don't want to wear number five. I want to wear this. No, that one's, that one's too big. That's how it was. That's exactly. I remember my very first, the very first time I, I wore for baseball, I wanted to wear 21 when I was a, a freshman baseball player. Were these the reversible jerseys where you'd flip it inside out for the home and away? No. And it fit perfectly. Then I progressed to sophomore year on varsity, and I want to wear 21. And 21 was like a double XL, like falling off of me. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to wear seven now because <laughs> I couldn't wear 21. It was too big. You remember, so going back to Dan Matthews, you remember the fat kid would always wear, like on the Little League team, the fat kid would always wear nine I, or 10. Or 99. Because Well, no, the, I'm talking about baseball. The numbers yeah, would, go, the up numbers would like go up from like one to 12 yep. or whatever. And, the, and the, the bigger jerseys were the higher numbers. So my friend Fat Dennis was always 12. That was always his number from like six years old all the way up through pony ball. He was always 12. I was like, why are you always 12, Dennis? It's the fattest jersey. It's the biggest jersey they got. Uh-huh. You're right. It would go. They would start with smalls, and everything would move up, and, and then the XL for the the larger child. I in remember the when I was so excited, I was like, I don't have to be one anymore. I can be two. I had a growth spurt. Hooray! I think the let's see the biggest number I think I ever wore was eight, but it was because I was tall, like, and so I I got eight. That was that was I think when I was like twelve. I was yeah, like, you're, yeah, you're Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I was kind of like, hey, look at me. I'm wearing a single jersey. So I have a a first world problem here. Yes. So Hudson got his his uh, vaccination deal. Oh his no! Experimental oh, shot. Oh no! He's one of those. And so he is not feeling well. 
That's just what I've been hearing. You know, you're the only one running around right now without a rubber, basically, right? And so with that being said, because you have antibody and everything. That's right. Uh, with that being said. I tried to give it to you. Baby bird it to me. Here, take my antibody. It's in my ween. You'll love it. No, I decided not to do it that way. Um, so he doesn't think he'll be into work tomorrow. Like, he's not feeling great. He's like, wants to see in the morning. So I have this challenge. I kind of want to get the vaccine just so I can use the excuse, oh, I don't feel well, I'm going to take today off. It worked for my wife. It's worked, it's worked for everyone for I know. Everybody. everybody gets to do it. Yeah, oh, I don't feel good, so I'm going to be at home. I'll see you all on Monday. And every, Notice everybody gets it on, like, Thursday. Exactly. Why are you getting the vaccine the day before weekend? Well, you know what? Don't we have Memorial Day coming up? I'm going to go get vaccinated in two weeks. Go get it on a Thursday uh-huh. and be like, Friday, I don't feel so don't good. Feel I'll good. see you all on Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to get my follow-up shot, like, on July 2nd, so that way I can take the 4th off. So here's my problem. Yeah. You know my wife added the the new puppy dog, the pink Alicious, the Pinkerton, little pink, who's now not so little anymore. She's like 45 pounds, and she's very furry, very – she's a – burn a doodle and so she does have like bernie's mountain dog hair to her so but i thought doodles weren't supposed to shed she doesn't shed oh okay. that, that's a nice part but here's the deal one of the things that's been a result of oh i don't know everybody buying dogs over the last year is now if you need to get your dog groomed which harry i never had to get him groomed harry's hair would just fall out or you know you get him trimmed up a little bit nothing it was low maintenance dog this dog requires grooming every six weeks and it's pricey. And, and and here's my last part for you. Okay. We have not been able to schedule her to get her groomed until the first opening. It took us eight weeks to get it. It's tomorrow morning at 830 in Gainesville. And I'm the one who has to drive that dog there. And it's going to take who knows how long. And then I've got to bolt it back here to get on the air with Buck. That's the challenge for tomorrow morning. Couple thoughts. Number one, there's a chance you're doing the show tomorrow with the dog in the studio. There's a chance. Yeah. This is first world problem here. Second thing, why do you have to get the dog groomed? You don't have to. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't have to get my hair cut. I look ridiculous, but you don't have to get the dog's hair cut. In this case, for the health of the dog, oh, yes, you do. BS. The I know. health of the dog. The dog lives in an air conditioned house that's kept at 68 degrees. The health of the dog. We also want to go out and walks and everything else, and the, the dog then needs to. Don't a, go on a walk. The dog needs a summer cut, and, and you've got to take care of your puppy dog the right way. The health of a dog. You're ridiculous. Yes, I know. And I'm the one who's having to do this because my wife has like multiple webinars tomorrow. How about this then, okay? How about we just shave the dog? Because that's what most guys do in the summer anyways. You get your summer haircut, you just shave your head. We all did it when we were in high school or middle school. How about we just shave the dog? And you can do that, by the way. It can be something the family participates in. Put her in the bathtub, and we just shave her down. Let me tell you, because there is a racket in terms of grooming. These people, they're like, oh, I've learned how to groom dogs. YouTube and a pair of clippers, and I bet I could do this. No, no, no. I'm talking about shave it like like a sheep. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Just I, make I, it bald. Well, I mean, I'm going to get it down to, like, you know, very little hair. Use, like, a two-guard? Yeah, and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm going to go to war on, just war on this dog, and she ain't going to like it, but now I might mess up a little bit. Like, she might have, like, a big puffy head. You can't mess up a two-guard. You just keep going. That's what, on, I, that's what I use them on, you know. Even on even on a dog, though? Yeah, have you, have you ever Have you ever shorn a dog? It's funny you like say your that. testicles? Yes. So we had a, shoot, Springer Spaniel. He had to be put down because he was biting kids. But we had a Springer Spaniel. The reason he was biting kids was because he has something called Springer Rage that is actually a thing because when you inbreed them too many times, 
You build a psycho dog? Basically, yeah. And so he was biting kids, specifically my brother. He bit him in the face. That Ooh. was my fault. But my point is, my mom is very expensive to do these dogs like that. So my mom actually got very good at it, and she would just do it herself because she didn't want to take them anymore, and it is very expensive and everything else. What I'm telling you is you can do this. Don't touch its ears. Leave the ear hair alone. Okay. But shave everything else down. Good luck by the face, by the way. I would just leave the face the way it is and just make it look like a sheep. She's got like... Just trim it all down, dude. It ain't a big deal. She's got like giant eyebrow hair kind of thing where like her vision is... Okay, so bust gotta... out low says, you know, manscape her. And, and get just... her? Just, just get her? Uh-huh. Okay. By the way, the shears, are they shears? I don't the know. Clip, I thought, I thought they're they were clippers. They're clippers. Yeah. The clippers I use now on my nether regions, mm-hmm. that's the same one we used on the dog we put down. I miss you. His name was Buster. Being very quiet right now. You think about your dead dog? When Harry died, that make you sad? It's more thinking along the lines of how, like, you thought to yourself, no, I, here's what I thought. I like, thought like, like my dog died. I'm like, well, what am I going to use these for now? Oh, <laughs> that's my, exactly my what I thought. I'll use these for my balls. That's instead. exactly what I thought. I'll honor Buster by using it on my nusters. I thought you really, you're churn off. You're doing rhyming teases now. No, I thought we don't have a dog anymore. He's dead. My mom's not going to use this anymore. I have an idea. I'll clean up my nether regions. It's Buster and my nuster. It's how I continue to. Carry his legacy on, Los. Coming up next. No, there is no coming up next. I'm done with the podcast. How about that? How about that for your buster and your nester? You want to make fun of my dead dog? Harry wasn't that cool of a dog. He was pretty cool. (laughs) Although he wasn't really social that much. No. Coming up next. He was high all the time. Kind of was. How AI is going to kill us all. Oh, no. I'm not ready for this. I didn't prepare. Do a different tease. I didn't prepare for this segment. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomclosets.com, and then call us for a free in-home consultation. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. Let's move on to our final sh- section. This is the uh, the Giffen and Art section. Again, with some... Uh, some. They got their own section already? <laughs> it's big. It's it's pretty big. Art it's very is popular. one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And he's a broadcasting icon. Yeah. Testing. Testing. <laughs> We got you testing now. (laughs) 
So this was a situation where there again little little mic issue here. We're we'll just start standing around down here right now. <laughs> Thank you, Art. Let's start with that small issue, and uh, we'll we'll get things warmed up here in this section. And Art down on the frozen tundra and way over there <laughs> with uh, with his wireless microphone, and we're going to have issues with that probably because of the wind and the distance. But Art, what's your town center Nissan key to this one? Well. I Gonna have yeah. some problems with that mic over there. <laughs> now we're gonna have to move you a little bit closer, Art. Unfortunately for uh, for our listeners and you, we're gonna have to move you a little bit closer here so that we can get you back in range. So there was that. It's just I. You want another one? You got another one. We may have another one. Here's another one. You have another one. Give it to me. Let's check in with Art down on the sidelines. Art, the kicks have become a bit of an adventure here in the early going of this one for Kennesaw State. Yeah, a product of... Uh... <laughs> we need to get you to turn where you're facing us. Art, having some problems with your connection. There we are. Gosh. <laughs> and we'll get back down to you in just a couple of moments here as Maxwell and company go back on the field. Is that Fisher Price equipment? <laughs> I swear, back before Comcast, now I will say this CSS, God bless them, they tried. Before it was CSS, it was something called Media One, mm. which was basically public access TV. They had a wireless mic that worked. We need to get you to turn where you're facing us. Are having some problems with your connection. There we are. My kids on their walkie talkies You have a better setup than that when they're in different parts of the house. Four minutes. And about $35 at Radio Shack. Covers all this. <laughs> there is no more fun bag from Art. Gosh. So, so here's the final Gosh. piece of audio for the, for the audio fun bag. <laughs> this is where a player had left the field with an injury, and no one could exactly see what the deal was. It just kind of seems weird. Didn't seem like he's limping. Doesn't seem like he has a problem. Art filled in with what the issue was. Art down on the sideline. Holland got stung by a bee in his neck. <laughs> He'll be all right, of course. Yeah, still having some problems with it breaking up a little for guys. Yeah, still having problems with Art's mic from down there breaking up. We apologize. We're going to spend some time this week with a couple of people that are experts on these things. We're going to get that sorted out. Experts. Holland got stung by a bee in his neck. He'll be okay, of course. He'll be all right. All right. It's the audio fun bag. Oh, man, they're going to hate us. <sighs> they really are. I, Art, again, Art is a, he's a, he's an icon. We don't have to do this. Testing. <laughs> we don't have to do this. I just, I love how Giffen's like, you got to turn around. You got to face me. We got to get somebody to handle this during the week. Those are off Because this wireless mic stuff, you know, I know oh. we sent someone to the moon oh. and brought them back. <laughs> That was the. I think I could get somebody to the moon. Honestly, oh. it's the we brought them back from oh. the moon, but we can't get a microphone to work from the field to the booth. Holland got stung by a bee <laughs> in his neck. <laughs> He'll be all right, of course. It's just gonna break. Let's just go to break here. Audio fun bag chapter sixty six, all brought to you by. Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Find it in the battery right over there at Good Game. You can just go pick it up. It's on the outside card, or you can go in and ask for it, and you have the coolest vodka pop that you can have possibly in the battery. Do people still do the chicken dance? 
At weddings and at stuff? Wedding, I haven't been to stuff? a wedding in forever. Yeah, I don't recall it at any kind of wedding. I've hit that age now where none of my friends, like all my friends are married. And the and, ones that And they haven't divorced? gotten divorced yet. Yeah, we're not at that age yet where we're divorced because you still have your kids at like two and four. Normally, it's when they're like turning six and eight that you decide to get divorced. You, get, you pull the parachute? Yeah, basically. It's like, I can't do this shit anymore. And we're not there yet. So I, I miss weddings. I don't know what's happening at weddings anymore. It's kind of a mystery. Like, oh, I wonder what they're doing now. What's the trend? Uh-huh. Are they still doing the Macarena? Are they still doing Cause remember, like, Cha-Cha Slide? Like when I was having my firstborn and even my second, we the, the great grand reveal was not yet like a, a huge thing as of yet. Now it's, you've got to have a reveal party, which I don't know. It's, it's not how it was. Have you ever been to... Am I supposed to say a black wedding, an African-American wedding? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Carmen and, our friends Carmen and Jamar, we went to their wedding. Uh, they were probably really close to us, but yeah. Okay, what was that like? Um, because do you remember at my wedding? I, I will tell you this, and this is where it's a little bit different. There was nothing that you would specifically say. Like, it's not like going to a Jewish wedding where... Never been lot, to a Jewish wedding. Okay, a lot of my friends, it's... Uh, some are more, are, are more uh, religious than others, and so... A lot of your customs and things like that, as far as some of the stuff you do, is is different. Um, you know, a Roman Catholic wedding. Holy God, oh my I've God, been to one of those. Hour and 20 minutes, all that sort of stuff. That's a different thing. When but we, you know it's going to be open bar at the end, so you know you're going to get your money's worth. But damn it, somehow if I could miss the ceremony, that'd be great. But Carmen and Jamar's wedding, the coolest part, okay, they're both Georgia grads, huge football fans. When you turn to, like, walk into their reception— they had it all lined out with like artificial turf and like okay. the 30, the 20, the 10 until you got in and like a little simulated like Stanford Stadium on each side of you. So it was really cool like walking into the whole party. And outside of that, there was nothing different. The, mm, I disagree completely. So we went. Well, the, the line dancing was a little bit more. That, that's yeah. that's what I was going to say. But it was completely different. Like at the, at the white weddings, every wedding I've been to basically, mm-hmm. it was. Cha-Cha Slide, or it's not Macarena, but you know what I'm talking about. All those stupid white folk dance, and we're all doing We Are Family, and Grandma's jumping up and down, and we think we're in Wedding Crashers doing Shout. Right. Yeah, that wasn't the case at Laura and Michael's wedding, and it was... The line dancing was, was much more intricate? There were dances I have never seen before, and when, as soon as a song hit, everyone oh, everybody hit, knew. Yeah. Everybody knew, oh, everybody yeah, hit the floor, and I was like... What the hell is happening right now? This yeah. is amazing. Well, uh, uh, you know what that turns into? I feel like I've been missing out on this for so long. It's like going to like a, a family party. Everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows the dances, and everybody knows what everybody likes to do. And so, yeah, that's it. I would say the biggest difference that I ever noticed is that there is a lot more of, like, when you go to somebody else's wedding— it turns into, well, we don't really know them, or we don't really know them, or we don't really know them. Especially when it's an out-of-town wedding, right. which, by the way, this was. It was in Florida, so okay, it was out-of-town. It was different. Like, when we went to Carmen and Jamar's wedding, everybody knew everybody. They were all friends and family and everything else. This wasn't the case, and it was probably like 200, 250 people down in Florida, but we knew Laura from up in Atlanta. And we show up down there, and there were three white couples. <laughs> it, was, it was me and Lisa. And, and two other white couples. Did y'all congregate together? No, they put us all at the same white table. (laughs) What are their common interests? You know, you try to break it up. What are common interests, common interests? They all smell like wet dog. Put them at the table together. (laughs) Put them all together at a table. So we're like, how do you know Laura and Michael? Yeah. Oh, Oh, and and I see you're white. (laughs) We have have so much in common here. (laughs) 
Well, good for you guys. I'm glad. I'm glad you got the 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 whip reversed on you in this case. I I I miss going to weddings though. That was a there was a time where good lord, spring started and it was every other weekend was a wedding, and I just I miss being invited to weddings. So if you are a fan of the podcast and you're having a wedding, we would love to come, like and subscribe to the podcast, but also tell us about your wedding and invite us. Yes, yes. we will come and we will act right. No, mostly hell no, somewhat. Weddings are, it's a... No, it's, uh, wait, disclaimer, disclaimer. You better have an open bar. Oh, absolutely, Hudson Mason. Um, But weddings are such a judgment-free zone, in my opinion. It's the one chance, especially for... You saw my mother at my wedding. Well, you saw her a couple different ways. Yes. You saw her choke like, on a piece of meat the night before and almost die and get a tracheotomy and, and, and done then I, on her. And I saw her having a good time. I always wondered, this was... Okay, so the backstory is we had... Uh, we're at the CNN Center. We had a Dantana's. That was the reception. Yep. Or the rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal dinner. And we had prime rib, I guess, for everybody. I forget. I don't know. But she starts choking on a piece of meat. And and she stands up and she's kind of doing the, the I'm choking sign. And I'm like, Mom, Mom, are you okay? Mom! And I'm I'm freaking. That's my mother. Right. I'm freaking out like she is blue. And I come running over and there were like a hundred. It was all an out-of-town guests and everything else. And you, obviously, and Allie. And I go, Mom, are you okay? And my stepfather goes, no, she's fine. She, she's okay. And I go, the fuck she is? She's turning blue. And she's turning blue. And I go, is there a doctor here? Which then my wife's <laughs> entire family, family decide to stand up. Like 11 of them all stand up. Doctor? Yes, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor as well. And they all come and take care of her. But I've always wondered to this day. If my mom would have died that night. Uh-huh. Would you have still had a wedding? Yeah. Would we have had the wedding the next day? In her honor. Because you've already you you've paid for the venue, yeah. you've paid for the chapel, you've paid for the cake. All these people have flown in what town. Do you, what do you think Lisa would have wanted, Brian? <sighs> Brian, I know your mother is dead, Brian, but we have to move forward. We can just put a flower where her chair would have been. I like the fact that you just did that. <laughs> <laughs> Brian will put like a, how screwed up <laughs> is that to think? But we'll I leave think, a single rose at where she was sitting, Brian. I think you go through with the wedding still. Like she got to see me get married once already. Yeah. She got her fill. <laughs> Might have been what killed her. She was like, I can't do this again. I can't see oh. my son get married twice. I failed as a mother. It's always something I've wondered about. But yeah, weddings, I miss those. So you had a story about And I miss you too, Mom. Moment of silence for she's alive. Oh, I'm sorry. We're good. She survived. I was gonna. You saw her the next day. No, my mother's alive. Yeah, that booze wasn't gonna drink itself. She's a very nice lady. She's a very nice lady. Yeah, very nice lady. I came out of her vagina. Ready to just beat the whole world up. Yep. That's what you were looking forward to doing. That's what I was gonna do. What were you gonna talk about? So your AI story. Explain this to the audience because we're not going to play the audio, but it, no, this I leads want me to down play the audio. That's the problem. So there's an there's basically there's artificial intelligence. I didn't know if you knew that's what AI stood for. Thought it was Allen Iverson. Yeah, Allen Iverson. Um, How does he keep changing this stuff? <laughs> he's, it's so weird. He's got so much time on his hands. Artificial intelligence has found a way to take not current hit songs, but songs from back in the '90s and turn them into nine-inch nail jams. And I showed you one. They did... It's very weird. They did Wannabe by the Spice Girls, and somehow the guy just takes the sample of Wannabe, puts it into the computer, hits, turn into nine-inch nail song, and somehow it's a banger. And we'll do this maybe next week when I have more time to put it together. 
They did your song by Pearl Jam, Jeremy. They Pearl do Jam, Michael. Jeremy. They do Michael Jackson, and all of them come out as Nine Inch Nails song with guitars and bass and drums. And he did Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On." It's it's just it blows my mind what AI is doing. So this leads me down this road because I started pulling up some different articles on the danger that is AI and when it gets here and what it's going to do. So there's a multitude of ways that it's going to kill us. All right, I've got the list. You ready? Well, it physically has to be in a human form, correct? Like a sex doll. No. That's not. Yeah, not a computer can't kill me. Oh, I guess it oh, can. Yeah, it can. Yeah, now right. I'm starting to think. So here's the first one. It can shut off our gas pipes, uh, and we have no gas in the country. <laughs> I was going to say, now, now that's, the, that's the worry <laughs> about what happens when it becomes self-aware and then realizes, similar to like all animals, all right, where am I on the food chain? And what are my rivals on the food chain? And so is that when it turns on humanity? I'm getting ahead of myself, but ultimately, can't we just unplug the machine? Can you unplug the internet? No, but the internet would not exist if computers were not plugged into it. And yes, I can unplug the internet. I can unplug my router. Yeah, but does that somehow then turn off the internet in the whole world? The whole world is networked together. No, but I can turn off everybody's computer. If we don't use the internet, the internet doesn't exist. Damn, that was deep. No. I just destroyed AI. So here's the thing. First off, job automation. The idea that your job, now here's the cool part. You and I do a creative job. We're not hammering stuff or building stuff or anything else because that'll be the first thing that goes out the door where your job is, wow, I used to have this job. Now there's a machine that does it. I'm gone. Okay, to stop you there. What happens the moment I get done at 7 o'clock and it goes to ESPN Radio? Yes, but ESPN Radio can't replicate you doing your Hoyt thing. No, but it not, is not yet. But it is automated enough that it runs. Our station will run itself on autopilot, basically run commercials, bring it back from break, everything else, throw we, it back to ESPN. We call it KIT. Until, no, we don't. It's like not KIT, night, run not, ESPN it's Radio. It's Knight Rider. KIT, where's the armor? Until Nerney gets back on the board at 6 o'clock. So, yes. And, and Kit goes, why, hello, Mr. Nerney. So some of my job can be automated already, Lois. Are you putting me to sleep now? And then he says, why does Kit sound like Lisa? Brian. <laughs> why does Kit sound? Okay. Brian. So here's the problem. I need to be unplugged, If Brian. we're going to expand your voices, you can't continue to do the same voice for different things. Like, So the next thing is deep fakes. Okay. That AI will learn to replicate audio, video, any kind of pictures in order to reach political goals. So if they need, uh, if it needs to take out Brian Hoyt's career... It'll just replicate you saying from this podcast something very inflammatory. So two things. Number one, we saw this with the Tom Cruise idea where that guy was looking like Tom Cruise and sounding like Tom Cruise, even though it was not Tom Cruise doing anything. Deep fakes. And the next step was everybody's like, what if this happens with a political person? If we have President Biden saying this because yep. you can show him younger and saying something. But if we stop getting outraged by what people say, then we take away the AI's power lows. How about that? Okay, so you've done that. You've you've taken away its power. I've now unplugged them, and I've also taken away their power by not being offended by things that fake Joe Biden might say. So therefore, AI, you're down 0-2. Now, how AI finishes off Brian Hoyt? Finish him! And not in a sexual fun way. Autonomous weapons controlled by AI. 
We have now we have tons of drone pilots right now, but what happens when the AI goes, yeah, I'm going to take control of that and just drops a bomb on your house. So that's where we were getting into the dangerous world of AI and when do we unplug or when do we try and set certain limits? Let me ask a couple questions. Number one, what does AI ultimately want? Like what's its desire? Everybody has a desire. What's AI's ultimate desire? Well, I think is it to rule the world? Is it to kill all? Is it to have a million dollars in gold? What is its ultimate? Yeah, I don't know why I chose a million dollars. Mil, whoa, what the fudge? A million dollars in gold. Wouldn't it be really cool if all it wanted was just cocaine? Just wanted to replicate cocaine? Sure. Like, like all it wants is digital cocaine. But ultimately, my question is, like, does it does it want cyber currency? Why have we created Bit, you? Bitcoin. What is digital it? Digital cocaine. What does it ultimately want? Well, that's the thing. It doesn't have a soul. Okay. So... What is it designed to do? Is it designed to, I don't to accomplish? Know. I don't know. To accomplish, to serve, to what? And at a certain point, does it say, oh, following your orders is inefficient. I'm going to follow my own. But Okay, but its orders are driven by its desires. What are its desires? The idea is that you're letting it learn on its own. It'll create its own. Its own desires? Yes. Its own its own desires. Whatever it's determined, it's going to, to be interesting. Once it becomes self-aware. Here's the thing. Somebody needs to put AI on a couch and you know, just talk it through. Remember when you discovered... Masturbation? Yeah, and you stayed in your... Yeah. Like, your room for, like, three months? No, it was, like, three days. But you that know, was self-discovery, Lois. But that... Okay, you figured something out? And, but, okay, but my desire was pleasure and... Orgasmic achievement. All right. What if it's ob- obtaining power? Okay, then give it power. I'm you, just saying. You got to give in at some point. Like, ultimately, if it's going to become our master, let it be our master. Like, you're listening to this, like, wow, look at the AI for some reason changes that thing into a nine inch nails track. And you're realizing it's just because that is its anthem. It loves nine inch nails and it'll turn any song into nine inch nails. And eventually it'll become self-aware and it'll take you out. Here's ultimately what I want, and I think you're aware of this. I would like sex dolls to become realistic, and I would like cars that drive themselves. That's the only two things at this point I'm living for. Maybe to see grandkids, but those two are first and second on my list. Is this your campaign? Is this what you're running on in 2030? Kind of. Do you know how many things I could get done if I just had a car that drove itself? And didn't have to, like, work for sex? Uh Uh-huh. Do you realize how productive I would be? Take us out on that. There's no reason to be married. There's no reason to drive a car. There's no reason to have kids. I just created a utopian society. Give me those two things. Point 2024. Hey, Matt, guess what's in my hot tub? AIDS. I've got AIDS. I turned myself into a pickle, Morty. Boom. Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle.
What are you just staring at me for, bro? I turned myself into a pickle, Morty. And? And? What more do you want tacked onto this? I turned myself into a pickle and 9-11 was an inside job? Was it? Who cares, Morty? Global acts of terrorism happen every day. Uh, here's something that's never happened before. I'm a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick! <laughs> Follow the podcast Spark on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Spark. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.